0: What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Matt Goes to the Movies. Today's episode is going to be discussing the movie Scream 3, which you can catch if you haven't seen it, on HBO Max. Now, Scream 3 came out in 2000 and obviously was what was supposed to be the concluding trilogy to what started with Scream 1. This is a movie that, upon initial viewing, I wasn't really a fan of. But over time, I started to like this movie uh, more and more and appreciated uh, what they did in the third one. So, eager to talk about this episode today. Now, with Matt Goes to the Movies, um, if you've listened to an episode before, what I'm going to do is I'm going to start off by going spoiler-free here just to give you my quick thoughts about the movie. And then we'll get into complete spoiler territory. So uh, with that being said, here is the teaser trailer portion of this episode and scream three. So without giving away spoilers, this movie returns us with Sidney Prescott and most of the characters that we know from this series do Dew, uh, Dewey Gale uh, cotton weary. And they're in a new hunt, so to speak, where, Ghostface has come back, and we don't know who he is this time around. Um, And it promises to be the concluding chapter of a trilogy, which has certain rules to it. So, um, as the movie goes on, and more and more people are introduced, and Ghostface racks up bodies, there's things that you thought you knew about this franchise that become not so clear, and some of the things that happened between Scream 1 and 2 um, weren't exactly what they thought they were supposed to be, so to speak. There are some new ripples to this, and again, as I said in the opening, this is a movie that I wasn't super fond of when I first saw it, but upon re-watching, and again, watching it for this review, uh, I do actually like this movie a lot. So, That's going to be my spoiler-free portion of this episode. Now, um, if you haven't seen Scream 3 and you actually don't want to be spoiled by this review uh, and you have a subscription to HBO Max, uh, pause the movie. You can check out Scream 3 on HBO Max. But um, if you don't mind spoilers and you would have no intention of actually seeing this movie or maybe this review will help you um, make that decision to watch this movie, um, here we go. So, Screen 3 starts off with Cotton Weary. He now runs a talk show called 100% Cotton. It's one of the most popular talk shows in America. And he is stuck in traffic when he gets a phone call from what seems like a female fan. Now, Cotton is made to be unlikable um, in my view, which was a little odd because he, at first, is talking to his wife on the phone. And this female fan calls him and he is flirty with her. And we find out that it is not a female fan, it is the new ghost face trying to find out where Sydney Prescott is because Sydney has gone into complete seclusion. She lives out in the middle of nowhere, uh, she doesn't use her real name. And this person, the killer, thinks that Cotton would know where Sydney is. When Cotton does not give Sydney's information, the killer lets Cotton know that he is at his home and he is going to kill Cotton's wife. So, opening scene has some pretty good tension in it. Again, I thought it was a little weird that they choose to make Cotton not very likable right out of the gate for being flirty with this person who has... um you know, a wife, but flirts with this person on the phone. So uh we get actually a killing right off the bat, and Cotton is murdered by Ghostface. So that is the opening of this movie, which, again, uh pretty good. Starts you right off the bat. A major character is taken out of this universe. And then we get to... Follow in the footsteps of some of these other characters. Now, there's some returning favorites, and there's new cast. Um, one of the the huge stories about this is the fact that they are making a movie called Stab, and great on them to kind of poke fun at themselves. And Tori Spelling in the Stab movie is actually going to play Sydney. They have some clips of the hallway scene between Billy Loomis and Sydney at school um, for the two actors that are playing them. And basically what's happening is they're making a movie called Stab. So. Sorry, mic cut out there. This is a live recording. Um, so what happens is, is, we get to the set of Stab as Courtney Cox's character, Gail Weathers is back and she is brought in by the police and the detective Mark Kincaid, who's played by Patrick Dempsey uh, wants to bring in Gail because a photo has left behind, has been left behind of Sydney's mother, Maureen Prescott. So we have a new ripple to this story and they're trying to figure out why the killer has left a photo of Maureen. So Gail goes to the set of the movie stab where she runs into Dewey um, who is working as a technical advisor on the movie. There's some good comedy there, but mostly this movie follows the trope of who does it. And there's some twists and turns along the way of maybe this person looks like, you know, they might be the killer and their suspect, but It's not who you think it is. So as the movie progresses, these characters that are in the stab movie start getting killed off one by one. There's actually some really good soundtrack moments. There's some really good on the nose, um, humor. And again, you know, nitpicking, um, at horror movie genres and the cliches that they do, which I love that these screen movies do that. They're very self-aware. So, As we continue to get further and further, we find out that the reason Ghostface is leaving pictures of Maureen Prescott because she worked as an actress named Rena Reynolds, who before she was Maureen Prescott was this actress, Rena Reynolds, who starred in movies that were produced by John Milton, who was played by Lance Hendrickson. Um, I'm sure a lot of listeners of this show probably know who Lance Hendrickson is. He's been in the alien movies and a bunch of stuff. But, um, he knew Rena Reynolds. And we find out that during a party at Hilton's Mansion, um some things happened to Maureen Prescott that kind of turned her into the character that we, Not really got to know, but saw glimpses of in Scream 1 through talk from other characters that she was cheating on her husband and she was known to get around. So we find out that way back when, when she was an actress, um, Hollywood kind of chewed her up and spit her out. And, you know, some of the disgusting things that we've heard from Hollywood stories in our day and age um, are referenced in this movie, uh, which happened to Rena. So. As we're drawing closer to the conclusion, we actually get a cameo appearance, which was pretty cool, by Jamie Kennedy, who plays Randy, as he leaves behind a tape, and his sister Martha runs into the crew and plays this tape of Randy saying that here's the rules for a trilogy. If you find yourself dealing with a backstory that now all of a sudden doesn't seem to line up with what you've already known. We're dealing with the concluding chapter of a trilogy and that you can't forget the past. The past hasn't left you behind. Um, the past will always come back to, to bite you in the ass, he says. So as Ghostface gets closer and closer, Sydney has come out of hiding. She has shown her face. Um, actually has run-ins with Ghostface, and she comes back to the set of Stab, which has been recreated to Woodsboro exactly, which gives her some pretty bad PTSD, um, seeing the murder scene, um, house set up for her mother, and then Ghostface is there. So, as she escapes... We come to the final conclusion where Ghostface has captured people at Milton's party. He is throwing a birthday party um, for his director of STAB. So, basically, everybody's going to gather at the house to celebrate this birthday party. And as that's going on, Ghostface starts taking out people one by one and has Dewey and Gale Weathers where he's going to lure Sydney to the house to have a final standoff and this is where we get the big reveal that the actor Scott Foley uh his name is Roman Bridger he is the director of Stab is actually Ghostface and I love this part of the movie basically what happens is Roman reveals that he looked for a mom his entire life. He tried to hunt down an actress named Rena Reynolds. And when he found her, she shut the door in his face. And it's revealed that he is Sydney's half-brother. They have the same mother, but Rena Reynolds had Roman, before she met sydney's dad and tried to turn her life around and when roman found her years and years later and tracked her down she wanted nothing to do with that life anymore so we also get the revelation that he is the one who set everything into motion in scream one he took videos of maureen prescott being with cotton and actually sent them to billy loomis and made him go crazy for her. his mother leaving his father, um, which I thought was a really cool twist. It was really cool to see everything tied together. I really liked it. So again, there's a lot to like about this movie. There's a good score. It's filmed well. We get returning characters. We get new revelations. The... New characters, most of them are just really kind of throwaways. I do like um, Patrick Dempsey as uh, Mark Kincaid, uh, Roman as the director. Uh, He was good even before he is revealed to be Ghostface. I did like him in this movie. We get a cool cameo by Carrie Fisher in this movie. Um, Also, Jay and Silent Bob are in this movie as they're doing a tour of the set. Um, so there's some pretty cool cameos again, Gail, um, Courtney Cox as Gail Weathers, uh, she's good in this. So is David Arquette as the sort of bumbling goofball Dewey. Um, you know, they get back together in this movie. They still obviously care for each other. So that was kind of cool to see, but all in all, you've got a good movie here. So I enjoyed scream three And if anybody hasn't seen it, and for any reason you've seen Scream 1 and 2, I would definitely recommend going and giving this a watch. Again, you can check this movie out on HBO Max and see what you think. Um, Is it the best movie in the Scream series? No, it's not, but it's still fun. It ties the original three together very nicely, I felt, um, in a way that I wasn't actually expecting and i thoroughly enjoyed this movie so that's going to be my thoughts and review on screen three now for listeners of the show i would like to point out that all of the ways to contact the show are going to be in the show notes and to give you a little bit of update on what's coming so uh today i'm doing a re-recording um so if you're listening to this You are getting a re-recording over the ending of this episode because due to some uh, editing issues, I am dropping Scream 3, Sonic the Hedgehog, and Ghost Rider on my channel today. So if you download this and listen to Scream 3, you're also going to be able to download and listen to uh, Ghost Rider and Sonic the Hedgehog um, at your convenience. Those were supposed to come out a little earlier, but... Had to do some uh, more editing to them, and they took a little bit longer. Obviously, coming up the Monday, jeez, I'm drawing a blank here for that. I believe that's Monday the 2nd. um, We will be doing WandaVision with The Basement Binge, and Rob, as always, for those episodes, will be with me as well. And then in March, some exciting stuff. Uh, For March, I am going to do a review of Justice League from Josh Whedon, but then also I will be doing a Snyder Cut edition of Justice League. I will be doing Kong vs. Godzilla, and there might be a couple other things in the pipeline that I am not too sure about yet due to time um, that I'll be able to get to, but I will certainly post those notes when I am able to get to them. So, Uh, As always, thank you for listening to Matt Goes to the Movies. Hope you enjoyed the episode, and we'll see you next time.